When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Ooh. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening out home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We're going to go through the NBA bubble teams in a new little segment we're doing just for today called Pop That Bubble. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History bottle. Tie Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. back baby it's the charity stripe hit your free throws cuz they're free so 263 coming hot at you guys and so 262 and i'm joined on this one by not nikki snacks by not nikki snacks Crider. defensive coordinator alex fosmiak but nikki snacks is on a bachelor party in las vegas talk about risque behavior from nikki snacks and, but I in all kinds of ways from what i understand about from nick's experience it seems to me that the case is they are just hanging out as bros in Vegas, and they've deterred from like obviously doing the whole shebang because it was scheduled. Well, I don't even think the whole shebang can't happen. I don't know what the situation in Vegas is. I mean, it's not open to one hundred percent capacity like it normally would be. It's not pre open. pre pandemic. It's not open seasoning. <laughs> it's not. It's not open seasoning. But I know that Nick. He was. Uh, he was very happy today about the performance of his Padres. Nick was. I texted Nick. They crushed today. 
I, yeah, I texted Nick today, and I said Fernando Tatis Jr. is the Luka Doncic. Which is it's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't really think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous because it's the beginning of his second season that's not even going to be 60 games, and Luka's the, at the end of his second season where he had a near MVP season. What top if, five in MVP voting. But what if Fernando Tatis is a top five MVP voting? Well, that's a discussion for a later time. Well, and as Dave. of right now, he's on freaking fire, oh, and he looks sick. What is it, like 13 games into the season? It's like six, 16. Oh, sorry. Three, give or take You're three You're a quarter games. of the way through the season. And he looks great. He's leading the league in home runs. What do you mean? He's great. That's he, ridiculous. He's at four home runs in three days. It's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It's they're, a, pro, they're too young. He's a good, he was the right, top so you prospect can't say that right now. You can't say that right he's now. He's the top prospect in baseball. It's not like a guy coming out of nowhere who's going to be done in a few days. Like, you know, like they, that could happen at the beginning of the season. This guy's here to stay. I did say to Nick, Per though, usual, you have, you have poo-pooed the talent of Luka Doncic no, after haven't. he haven't yes I, you have all yesterday I was like he's amazing he's incredible he's unbelievable he's a top 10 player in the league I'm saying all this which I'm saying took you that long to figure it out I'm saying well you know what maybe I really got I've been really getting to watch him more and more of this bubble and how much better is he than Trey Young he is so much better so much he better always has Young. been yeah. I've always said and I would just like to come out on the record which I don't even need to do because it's already been said and and that this was a ridiculous argument that you should put to rest now what the, the fact that you used to compare Trey Young and Luka Doncic because they're not even in the same caliber of player. They're a different tier of skill level and yes. what they mean to a yes, franchise. Yes, totally. Um, it's me, okay, it's me just saying that that trade wasn't horrible. That trade could have been so much worse. That trade could have been so much. Like, I think it was as bad as it could have been. It's not as bad. That's, that's ridiculous, as bad as it could have been. They could have gotten a player that was a bum. Trey Young's not a bum. Yeah, but he's not a transcendent generational talent. He's almost averaged 30 points a game. He's still good basketball. He's an all-star. Mans can't play no... He should not have been an all-star. Bradley Beal should have been the all-star over him. Yeah, he should have... Bradley Beal should have been an all-star, and Jalen Brown's better than Trey Young. I want to say that. I agree. I completely agree with that. He plays as a two-way player. He plays defense, and he honestly is just an athletic been, presence that's tough like, to deal with. It's not like he was... It's not like the Mikhail Parrish trade with Joe Barry Carroll... No, it's not. And the real losers in that draft were the, King. the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, let's call it how it is. The Kings, sorry to Corey Brewer, um, who was, who's our boy. I don't even know how much affiliation he has with the organization at this point. Um, I mean, he plays on the team. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, yeah, he does play on the team. That's a good point. Um, but he, he, he's a Gator uh, <laughs> and a T-Wolf. The, um, but, he, listen, the thing is, is the Kings boofed that. They botched that. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They they blew. It. I'm still. I mean, I'm hopeful for the guy that they did pick that he can still have a good NBA hurt career. All the time. He's hurt all the time. So far, so far, it's only been two years. But so far, the whole time he's been hurt. If he's hurt again next year, it's the same thing I have with like Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz is hurt again next year, it's like okay, okay, you could keep telling me this guy's gonna little, be amazing. Little different. Yeah, you could keep little different because he went down after he was having an MVP caliber season. Sure, through through more than ten games. Yeah, thirteen games. He was great, and then he missed the whole thing, and the Eagles won. And then he was on and off last year. Got hurt. Not good. We're not as good. And then if he's hurt again this year, like what are you going to tell me? He's spurts like of elite. spurts of greatness though. When he was healthy, he looked really good. Best of which I don't I don't like saying as a Cowboys fan. Yeah. I don't I don't want Carson Wentz to be healthy. I'm still scared of him as a Cowboys fan. You want him to be healthy as a player, but you don't want him to be good. It's kind of like gonna you know. Not I want him to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you want him to. to I want him to compete. I don't want him to be good. But the thing is, I think when he is healthy. He is good. Yeah, he's really good. He's a really good quarterback. It's just the best availability in sports is, is, is the best ability in sports is availability. 
Uh, sorry to throw that um, under the bus, that quote. But you know what I'm saying. You know, you, you have to be ready to play. And if you're not available and ready to play, then you can't be – it, get, it gets to a point where you're, you, know, you could have all the potential in the world. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I get that you're supposed to be good. But you're never on the court, bro. Like the thing with Jabari Parker, like he sometimes there could be a game where Jabari goes off, but like that can't be one in every forty games, and you can't miss like three years. It gets to a point where it's like I, I can't yeah. wait around for. I mean, I think for with him, it's a combination of a few things, yeah. not just the injury problem, when like just his skill set being outdated, and just his coachability. His coachability is his want and drive to yeah. play and compete. Well, I mean, um, that, that could happen. Like, listen, he was like the best player. In high school, he was the best player in college. He was, like, dominant all across the board, and then he pretty much got hurt right away. Yeah. A bad injury. Yeah, I mean, but you see, we've guy. seen that happen to guys that are also top 15 players in the league, top 20 players hey, in the league. And Embiid and Simmons both sat down. Blake Griffin missed Look at them. They, year, yeah. they get after it every single game hey, they're out there. If for missing, if you're a great player and you can make a full recovery after your first year and be back to, up, up, be back to speed, be back to normal, missing that first year is not the end of the world. Blake Griffin crushed, Embiid crushed, yeah. um, Simmons crushed. Yeah, it's, I'm a, it's it, unfortunate that Simmons is hurt yeah, again. Now it's like, but now you get worried. Now you get worried. A guy gets hurt again. You're like, hmm. You know, and if and if Embiid does well in the playoffs, then all these questions are going to arise. Yeah, I think we're we're on two sides of a, of a different coin with that because you like, you think Embiid's better. Yeah, I do. And you think, I think your, your inkling is that he's actually going to, He's gonna thrive. He's a really good player. He's just like he's when he's healthy. And again, like that's what I'm saying. Like when he's healthy, when he's healthy, you know, it's half the time I feel like they're not either healthy or. Fully I think ready a lot of times it's not fully ready to go is the the bigger concern for me. I don't think it's necessarily a health issue. I think this happens a lot with big guys is that they're they're not often in the proper shape that they need I think, to be. I think I think I would rather have Ben Simmons, but I think Embiid is a better player. Like when, when Really? I think through and through I think Simmons is a better he is a he's a better basketball I think he's a better basketball player and I think he's a better guy for your franchise because obviously he he works very hard. He is there in the locker room. He, he's a leader. Until he hits the until that jumper is legit, then I no, not for me because Embiid, first of all, Embiid's a better shooter. Well, when, yeah, when, but Embiid doesn't shoot. Exactly, but Embiid's like not even that great of a shooter to me. He's a pretty good three-point shooting. He's man. fine, but like, but pretty good comparatively. Like a guy, is he a better shooter than Brook Lopez? Excluding what we saw last night against the Mavericks, no, no, he's not necessarily better than Brook Lopez. Embiid's no, like a not. fine three-point shooter, but he's not exceptional. Like, well, I, I've been touched. He doesn't need to be taking very many threes. He, to me, he's so dominant inside the paint, and his moves around the paint are really great offensively. And he's a good rebounder. He's a good defender. He's just like he's just such a force, like a dominant, big, aggressive force. And he's got such great moves. Yeah, and his and his moves around there are awesome. I just think Ben Simmons is still the one of the most underrated defenders in the NBA. That's I, true. I think he's so. I think he's amazing on the defensive side of the ball. I think his. His offensive rebounding is excellent. He yeah. gets after the offensive glass like nobody's business. I mean, it's really hard to guard, to you know to to step in front of that guy and box him out because he's he's a huge dude. But the, um, well, a thing that would separate, he's a better defender than Luca. But the thing that separates Luca from Ben Simmons and why I would rather have Luca obviously than Ben Simmons is Luca is a great shooter and a great offensive like weapon outside of getting to the rack. And he could score, and he could he could literally score on every level. Yeah, every I mean, level. He's but a, it matters because like he he he's handling the ball the most. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it opens things up because he can shoot a three. Then guys have to come up onto him because they can't sag off. If they sag off, he's going to either step back and hit a three or pull up in their face. And they have to get on him. And then he's he's deceptively quick, just like James Harden is. He has the ball in a tight handle. And then he's past that first defender. He's breaking down the next level of the defense and hitting a guy you know, in the corner. That's why he had 17 assists last game. He doesn't make a lot of extraneous movements. Like, that's like my big issue we'll, we'll get into let's get into the he plays within himself a guy like Markel Fultz who makes, makes a, a lot of movement he's like a lot of like extraneous dribbles and in and in he's and getting out. better he's getting better we talked about but it today Luca like is very calculated to me he's very calculated he's very fluid he's very he, he understands his body and what he, he plays can do with and what he, can he plays do. with perfect pace yeah that's what I would he say he controls the pace of the game yeah he control I mean very hard esque it's 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 tough to do, which is tough to do. It's tough to control the pace of a basketball game. But if you are the point guard, you have to. You also have to be able to create that shot offensively and make decisions, like we saw Markel Fultz not do today when he went with the play that was drawn up because it clearly wasn't designed for him. Yeah, they wanted to do kind of like a dribble handoff for Vucevic to shoot the three, but it didn't work. And so instead of re- taking we, that, he had, yeah, we all see that collapsing on screen. And he doesn't commit and go with it. He, to me, that is a good to give some to give some context. The Magic were playing the Celtics, yeah. and they were down two at the end of the game. They had six seconds left, and they went for the dub. And they went for the they went for the W. They went for the three at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And um, Vucevic got like a he chucked one up at the end, but it was they very the tie. Con- they were down three. Maybe it was down three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were con- heavily contested. But Markel Fultz had a he had a, a more good, open look. He had a better look. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right, let's get into it. Here's what we're gonna do because we're already getting into hoops. I'm going to throw out a team and then you throw out a team at me. You'll, we'll elaborate a little bit on the team. We're not going to kill everybody and bore them to death. It's like a nine hour episode, but basically first like thing, first impressions, pop the first bubble. impression, pop the bubble. When I say this team's name, first impression that comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. First impression that comes to your mind when you hear the Toronto Raptors. Protecting their trophy. Okay. That's my that's my uh, my my impression is that they're there to unlike you know one of my my favorite team of all time is the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. One thing they did not do very well was protect their championship. Yeah, um, we lost Tyson Chandler. Mm-hmm. We did not play with fire the next year, mm-hmm. and something that it looks like the Nats are not doing right now in baseball. Yeah. Um, but I think that the Raptors do really well. And I think also, I mean, people talk about knowing your role in, in basketball. And I think everyone on the Raptors team wants to defend that championship. They know their role and they're also coached by who I have now, I have now come to the terms that Nick Nurse is the best head coach in, in the NBA right now. I think he is. Like right now? Currently. I think yeah. he's currently the best head coach. Sure. That's like, it's, you can't, you, it's tough to argue that. It really is. I think I'm a, I'm a Stevens Spolster guy, but I think Bood's great. But I think, I mean, Nick Nurse, the defending champ, he crushed it again when Kawhi left and missed a beat, really. And so it's tough to argue. Yeah. I think he just, Do they you, throw out a bunch of different, they throw out a bunch of different lineups. They all seem to work. Fred Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry, while both are, technically undersized they play a lot bigger than them than they actually are listed than their mm-hmm. listed height they shoot the three really really well um OG, everyone everyone can hit man yeah Ibaka can hit marcus soul can great hit. spot up shooter like ananobi can hit terrence davis great pickup you know yeah even still. matt even matt thomas came in today hit two threes that's all he did that's all he needed to do and then obviously see my only issue with them they're great defensively by the way they've been playing really great defensive basketball 
now to protect the championships what you went with do you think they do you think they can yeah okay you don't think I I've I, I I've been ebb and flow on Siakam. I've been like he's amazing. He's the best. Not the best, but he's like one of these like a top fifteen player. I actually I don't need, I don't think he's the best player on that team. You think it's Larry? Yeah, Larry's great. I do, and I think on a, on a given night Siakam can perform like the best player, which is something that's really really helpful out of who I'm now considering their number two guy. And Kyle Lowry, while he's their best player, in the same way that you would say LeBron is the best player for the Lakers, while he might not statistically outperform Anthony Davis, what he does is more important for the team. Totally. He's the best player on that team. I could not believe anybody disagreeing. Well, I, I'm i on the fence, and I'm just on the fence about that team in general. Yeah, well, we'll get to them. We'll get to them, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what that's how I feel uh, about the, the Raptors. Protect the trophy. Cool. All right. Now you don't me with the team. Okay, and can be Eastern or Western. Or? Any team. I threw. I threw one at you randomly. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I, I you the bonds. <laughs> um, the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. Dis. Okay. Disappointing. Well, for, personally disappointing. Yeah, you're. You is, like the Jazz. I like the Jazz. I'm a huge Donovan Mitchell fan. We have the Donovan Mitchell thing, in the the the, the canvas tray, the yep. canvas in the studio room. I have a jacket from one era of the Jazz. I have a hat from another. I'm a Jazz guy through and through. Um, but to me, I told you, I said, Hey, I think they could still perform well and still hold up with Bogdanovich being out. I think people are going to start sleeping on them. It's going to be like when Oregon was the three seed in March Madness a couple years back. And I think it was, maybe it was Dylan, who was Dylan Brooks that got hurt. Someone, I don't know why I'm blanking. Someone tore their ACL on Oregon and everyone's like, Oh, he's their best player. Second best player. They can't do it without him. Everyone started writing Oregon off and they went onto a final four run. Mm. It was the year when it was Cinderius Thornwell out of South Carolina. He was the seventh. Yeah, he played unreal. He took down Tatum and Duke. Yeah. That was that year. Okay, so the, I look at it like that. Now, to me, the issue I'm seeing You is, looked at it like that. I looked at it like that. No longer. No longer do I look at it like that. Donovan Mitchell's incredible. Inglis is very good. Gobert is great and has been better offensively than from now really getting to watch. This is a great part about the bubble. You watch all the games. You see all these guys in full-on action. You may miss a jazz gamer here, here too throughout the season, right? You catch some hot, catch some highlights. Gobert is a good offensive player, not unbelievable, but good. He could put up points. Now they they have a good team, but they have no depth. Like outside of Clarkson off the bench, they just, it just dwindles and diminishes, and you're missing another shooter and another scorer. Where a lot of guys, yeah, they may not have, you know. They may not have a bunch of superstars, but they have a lot of guys that like, like a lot of the guys in the in the Raptors can knock down. They can knock down their shots. Yeah, it's a the, really good shooting the, team. The Raptors are very very deep. And like if Conley Conley's like been up and down. Like he was good last game against the Nuggets. He's been better in the bubble. But I don't know. I can't hang my hat on him. I can't hang my hat on him from what I saw at the beginning of the season. And still we're like talking about five guy deep lineup. Like Bogdanovich is a good defender. A very good would have been. He's probably the best shooter on the team. So your best shooter goes yeah. down. It's tough to win. The, tough to get to the finals like that. So to me, they're personally disappointing. I think whoever they play in the first round will be a fun matchup. Clearly, they held their own against the Nuggets, who were just getting nursed back to health and still lost. So I'm not fully, fully ready to you know say hey, I was. Do right. you think they can win a first round series? No, I don't either. I don't either. I think Rudy Gobert is not the right guy to be your second best player on a team. I think. He will find success later in his career when he he himself asked for less. He asked for less, asked for less. Touches is not a, a key part of the you think offense. He's better than Draymond? 
does he is he better than Draymond? I don't know. I don't think so because I don't think he plays within any. He doesn't have the versatility to play within any any other four that you put on the court. If you're the Warriors, Draymond Green, he molds into whatever they need him to be. I think, I think Draymond's a great player. Where where do you where would Gobert go? Like top of your head, like where's a place for him to go? I'm just thinking in my head like three years from now, where Rudy Gobert does not need the massive contract they currently have under. And he's a little bit older. He's a little bit. He's not the defensive player of the year anymore. But he's still an excellent rim protector, and he can catch lobs, and he can you know dunk on the weak side. And like Marcus sold descend. Like he's still valuable, but not like the best player on his team anymore. Right. And then he ends up somewhere that can get him for a little cheaper, and he finds more success in that in that kind of situation. Let's see. It's a team on the rise, like a young team on the rise that can use it anchor down. Yeah, this Jazz team's not going to last longer. I just you just know the way the NBA works. It's not a big market team. You know, Gobert is going to decline and not be able to be good enough offensively as the number two guy. Conley's well, we've seen it. I mean, we, yeah, what have we said it for two years, right? That he's not the guy. Donovan Mitchell, he'll be for his hand will be forced. Um, you think he'll stay? No. Uh, speaking of Draymond Green, speaking of people staying and leaving, mm. Draymond Green came out and said that Devin Booker should leave the Suns. So this is a player you love. So this is a team I'll throw to you now, the Suns. Yeah, I mean, I think there's the red hot is the only mm-hmm. thing and competitive. Yeah, very. which is something that's uh, that's that's really cool. I mean, we've talked a lot of a lot of shit recently to the Suns. Particularly, yeah, I've done it. You don't have to, like throw yourself. In the I game. have a little bit. I mean, I haven't said anything great about them. No. I've always liked Devin Booker. I've always been more of a fan of him than you have. I think. Sure. We appreciate his his kind of growth this year into becoming a better playmaker rather than just being a, a scorer who can score whenever. Really, he's a great. He's a fantastic scorer. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Aiden, who I don't normally give a lot of love to, I think has played. Pretty pretty he's darn legit, well. He's, he's played pretty, pretty darn well. He's, pretty, um, he's a good defender. He's big bodied. He's athletic. Yeah, Rubio is a great piece for them. I think he he provides a good leadership. They could yeah, use like good. They could use more of it. The roster is not that bad. Um, I like young. Cameron Johnson. He's he's young. I like Mikael Bridges' defense, and yeah. he can hit a three. He's a he's a very efficient player. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need a lot of minutes. Doesn't need a lot of touches. I think um, I think it's a good team. I just. I mean, they're not going to do any damage. No, they can't. But I think you've got to be, if you're the front office, you've got to be impressed with what Monty Williams has been able to do with this team. And if you're Devin Booker, maybe you're a little more hopeful about what this team can become because the rest of your roster is really young. Can Aiton take the step in his game where he's stretching the floor more next year? That's a question I have. Is it more about that for you, or is it more about how dominant he can be in the paint? I think that's going to come. Like, that's going to happen. He's going to be a dominant. dominant I mean, if he, can be, if he can be JoJo-level dominant in the paint, then he's going to be a force. Exactly. And if he could take that, I think he can be. But I, if he can take that next step where he's an also, he doesn't have to be, a, 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 you know, an outside threat on a consistent basis. But if he catches the ball on the outside, it's like, hey, wait a second, we can't leave him open. Yeah. Because that just takes the team to another, that'll take that team to another level. Because then if he's a threat on the outside, you can't just leave him hanging. You have to put somebody on him. Normally it's going to be the big that's been covering him. And exactly. then you've got your big out of the paint. Yeah. And you have a guy, another guy cutting, or then yeah. you, which you could have kickouts out to all bridges can hit. 
Um, he's getting better. Cam Johnson can hit. You have other guy. You have Booker that can hit. You know what I'm saying? Sarge. Sarge can is good. He's a good. He's a good slashing four. He's pretty athletic. Yeah. So you. Ha- and I think they're gonna have to add somebody. I do. They're yeah. Have to add oh yeah. Like a shooter and a slasher. Yeah. I mean, if they turn good. around and this is the same roster they have next year, they're not gonna win more than so, forty-five games. Too bad they're so poorly run because the guy who they probably need is T.J. Warren, and they sold him for nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. The Pacers. Cool. Nice. That's um, your next. Pacers. Um, again, I'm surprised. Surprising. Probably surprising. Yeah. Um, I feel dumb. Because uh, I, it's like the thing. Like, obviously, we we doubt we doubt the Seahawks will time and time again. We always do. I always I always do. I'm like, yeah, like I used to. Never again will I doubt Russell Wilson. I don't know why I talk so highly of Nate McMillan and doubt him. You know what I'm saying? It's a kind of like an oxymoron. But Nate McMillan gets a team, puts it together. You kind of did the opposite that you did with the Jazz here. They lose Sabonis in your for a second. You're like ready for them to be very bad. Well, because it didn't like to me the time you didn't, didn't you didn't think Ol- and Oladipo wasn't back. The timeline didn't match up. Oladipo being fully back, Sabonis was their best player this year. Um, and and to your like to your credit, neither of those things are really different than what we thought they were going to be. Oladipo is. Not completely back still. No, I still think Sabonis got hurt, so I think they're which thin. is unfortunate. I think they're thin without Sabonis and without Lamb. Without Jeremy Lamb, yeah. Without Jeremy Lamb and Sabonis, those are two guys that, that then or all of a sudden, like Warren, you don't have to start Aaron Holiday. You could bring Aaron Holiday off the bench with Justin Holiday and have Doug McDermott there, and you could have him running the point out instead of TJ McConnell with the Pacers. I like TJ McConnell. Good firecracker. I don't need him playing 20 minutes a game. The you know Aaron Holiday having him out there, or you know you have you still have Aaron Holiday out there with 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 Brogdon, with Oladipo, with Turner and Sabonis play a little smaller at the guards and the wing, and then play bigger with their bigs, and then have T.J. Warren off the bench as your firecracker player because he's been great, and he's finally been given. The can space. you put him? Can you bring him off the bench at this point? Can you do that? Do you bring Lou Will off the bench? Lou Will is not arguably their best player though. <laughs> Oh no! Like right this second, I, I I still don't think he's your best. But I, if I could have one guy on the team right now, I would still probably take Oladipo. I, I think th- I think Malcolm Brogdon's their best player. Or Brogdon, he, Brogdon's great. He's really good. He's efficient. Yeah, he's smart. He's really he's a brilliant player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 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 great. So I mean, I, they they still have a good team. Their guards are good. Brogdon and Oladipo, and Oladipo's only getting better yeah. as the days go. By. All I know is is that. I watched that game against the Bucks, and I know Eric Bledsoe is coming back from an injury, and he actually played pretty well against the Mavs. Um, the Bucks-Mavs game is what I'm talking about. That happened last night, two nights ago, if you're listening yeah. to the episode, I guess, on Monday. Um, but he's not as good as Malcolm Brogdon. No way. Malcolm Brogdon's very good. They should not have let him go. Well, they couldn't pay him. They felt that they couldn't pay him. They felt that they... Was he not a... He was a restricted free agent, though. Uh, was he? I don't... I think so. Because he started with them, so he, he, he yeah, should have yeah, been. yeah. I mean, he's a second-round pick. Yeah, I mean, he's a restricted free agent. And then he's money, man. Like, take Bledsoe for less. Bledsoe's still good. Bledsoe's yeah, still good. yeah. I mean, it's not like that. Like, they, It's not like they lose Middleton and they're replacing with somebody, like, like, worse, you know, a step below Middleton. Because that's like, you're losing an all-star there versus a very good start. No, they can't get rid of Middleton. I'd rather have. I probably. I just. I. Less. I look at that Mavs game, and the most telling thing. The things were more telling for me from a Bucks perspective than they were from a Mavs perspective, because even with that late game win from the Mavs in overtime, the Mavs still lost 
16 games this season by five points or less, which yeah. is still a big red flag. And one game doesn't change that. It makes me more hopeful yeah. that they can they can put together a gritty win in the playoffs. But I see what a good coach like Rick Carlisle can do defensively to throw schemes at Giannis and for him to be to be neutralized, for him to be in foul trouble off the court. That's the best way to defend against Giannis Antetokounmpo is to take him off the court because mm-hmm. sometimes he can get a little reckless with his body when he's taking the ball to the basket. He's such a big body. Yeah. If you can throw guys in front of him and they can draw charges, they're willing to sacrifice their body, you're putting yourself in a really great position. Mm. And also, the, the refs are calling it very tight. They are together. And there was so, and Giannis, Giannis is a very physical player down in the paint. You say it all the time. He's the best paint player in the NBA. Probably I've ever seen. Flop. Flop. Take that Take that contact. And, I mean, it's worth it. Because if you can keep that guy on the sideline, you are in you are in good shape. To go to back to the Pacers, I would like to see Miles Turner really get involved here. It's present. just tough, though. He can't play 40 minutes a game. Yeah. He's too big. He's not like. Yeah, it's not that. I lo- he's gotten he's a great, great, he's a great shot blocker. Yeah, yeah, great shot. That's why he needs a bonus. That's like that. That that's why I also don't think like I don't see them beating Philly. I don't see them beating Philly, Miami, or Boston. I do. Unlike the Jazz, I think they can they can put something together in a first maybe round series be, and maybe, maybe Philly. They be, they could beat Philly. I don't think they could beat Miami or Boston. I really don't. I think they could put to, put together a good series against either of the two of you guys. I think it could happen. Okay, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be Boston then. Yeah, you guys don't. I mean, because their their bigs aren't their strong point. I think that Bam gives them fits. Yeah, well, I'm giving you your team now is Boston. Oh, Boston, Boston's your squad. I think that you guys are one piece away, and I where though, where from your assessment of the team are you from an outside from not from like a fan's perspective. From the outside perspective, and what are you? Thinking I think it's team? it doesn't even it's not like a positional player. It's not the big man like we thought it like I like we all thought it was. I don't think it's that. I think it's a competent basketball player that can go get a. They you guys need a, a Norman Powell who can score twenty points on any given night. Not going to do it every night, but who can do it here and there. Um, Semi Ojale can't play in these in these playoff that's, games, you know. That's the that's the issue. You can't he can't he, be playing in even the, Wanamaker knows what he's doing out there. No, he's been great. He's been really good lately. I don't I have no qualms with him. It's Ojale. It's the three. I need a three two three or three four, either or I need a hybrid guy from the three spot. I also do, I also think just like the fact that most people aren't gonna pick Luca to take it all the way, I don't think that I don't think that Tatum is ready. But I don't think I I think the issue. Oh, it's also it's tough because Kemba's it's not one hundred percent. But he'll either. be fine. I think Hayward's been playing out of his mind. Jalen Brown has been the best player on the team. You've been saying, and he's been so consistent. Yeah, the Celtics are deep. The Celtics are deep. It's just if we had if we had Rudy Gay instead of instead of Ojale. Rudy Gay would be a great a great guy had, for you guys. That's what I've been thinking. You also don't like smart as amazing as a defender is uh, as he is. He. Still, you, he's such a streaky offensive player that, you know, he'll have five points one game and then he'll have 23 the next. And it's like you can't rely on him for 15 a game. Yeah, I just, I, I love, Jalen has been playing so big. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what teams schematically throw at you guys because if they have two perimeter defenders, no one ever gives love to Jalen Brown and he, he just has his way with, who was it that he was guarding today? And I was like, why is that guy even on him? 
It was some James Ennis was on him. James Ennis, like that's that's an incompetent defender. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I and in Jalen, good for him to take advantage of that and you know go to the rack and you know he finds contact so well he finishes at the rim incredibly. They've needed him to be a scorer, but I'm I'm curious to see what kind of when Cam is fully back healthy. I'm curious to see what kind of role he begins to take. He's been shooting the lights out of the place in in, in the bubble. Yeah, from three, he's been great. I think. Um, yeah, except Miami. Aside from the Miami game, he's been good. I think it's all. It's very. I could see you guys making a deep playoff run. I could see you guys losing in a heartbreaker first round series, mm-hmm. which is not a good sign for you. From my standpoint, as far as like, if I want to take you to win the title, yeah, you know, I, I, I I'm confident. I am. I think we can hang with Milwaukee. I really do. Milwaukee to me is streaker. All right, give me two. Go. Give me two. Give me two. Teams. Um, the the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And the well, we don't even know who's going to be the the other the, and the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, continuity and youth are the two words I'll use there. Sure, continuity. I the, on paper the Clippers to me are the best team and they're the team I would pick to win. It just I, it I, we it hasn't been a problem yet. I guess I mean they lost today against the Nets. They're shady though. They're shady. Like, are they going to be like? Yeah, they're throwing smoke screens. They don't, I don't care. No, but like, at what point though does like does continuity? They haven't played together. They, didn't they, didn't matter in that game that we watched early in the season against Boston, where uh, they just throw it together when they're all out on the court and it just works. I just don't know if you're gonna be able to throw it together in the playoffs. That's my weariness on them because everyone's like on paper. I love them. They're unbelievable. They're an unbelievable put together, unbelievably put together team on paper. Yeah, the Morris acquisition is great. Zubic is is fine to me. He's good. He's not like elite, but he could start at center. Plus, you have Trez. Play against big man if you have if you need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have like Joe Kim Noah, who's a savvy vet off the bench, and he plays like not like meaningful minutes, but he gets in there. Shemet, who like doesn't have to even do anything. They don't don't even need to play that guy. He gets he gets he gets in there. He gets time. I mean, it's it's just and I trust Doc Rivers. I trust the whole team. It's just continuity wise, like. I, I don't know. I would be nervous. I would be if I was a fan. I would be like I. I would be like okay. I'm glad this is my team, but I also wish we had more time together. Uh, I don't know. I think if you have Kawhi on your I'm ha- team, I'm happy. I'm like okay. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm a Clippers fan. But I wish. Yeah. I, I, if I had wishes, and the the Grizzlies are too young and now too injured with Jaron Jackson Jr. It's plain and simple. He's an amazing shooter. Shocking had our jaws on the floor the first time we saw him banging shots and the next couple of games It was like we were used to it at this point. He was doing it such a frequent basis. Yeah, everyone else like Brooks good prospects Brooks, for good, for the Grayson for the future Allen, good not there yet been nice in the bubble though Yeah, Josh Jackson seems like disinterested justice Winslow's again best of hurt best abilities availability He's always hurt jaw is great, but can't do it all on his own yet and even with that roster, it's tough to do on your own because yeah. it's too young. Um, so those are the two teams. I'll throw to you. I'll throw you the Nets. The Nets, and I'll throw you the Rockets. Okay. The Nets, um, I'm not going to say I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I'm impartial. Okay. Because I don't. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> No, I mean like impartial impartiality. Is like exactly, it's exactly what we thought it was going to be. Like they have no players. Yeah, ab ab absent. That's my. I mean, not really. They're I give them some credit because they're like they're getting after it. The guys that are out there are, you know, they're putting it out all, all out on the floor. Karis Levert is good, as you said before the bubble started. Um, he's good. So is Jared. They've, they're four and two in the bubble. 
So is Jared Allen. Yeah, no, they're they're holding their own. I mean, they're going to go to the playoffs, and they're probably going to get swept by Milwaukee in the first no, they're round. they're the seven seed. Did they hop? They hopped Orlando? They're chilling. They're going to be the seven seed. They're, they're playing the Raptors. And they'll get swept by the Raptors. <laughs> you don't think they pick a, pick a game off them? No. Karis LeVert's great, though. They just don't have enough consistent the guys Ro- on their yeah, roster. Hot garbage. Um, the Rockets are... You've been, like, anti them. They're... I've been anti them I feel like previous to the bubble or currently previous to the bubble. I'm, you're anti them. I'm scared. You're anti them. I don't like the Rockets. I'm a big Rockets. You're anti them fanhood. You're also anti them. You, you think they're fake news? Currently, no. Before I don't. The bubble, you thought they were fake news. Yes, but I think a lot of things that we've talked about before the bubble happened, where this was kind of like anyone's game. Yeah, anyone's game. We talked about it with D Ray. Where it's gonna get, it's a little more street. The way the style of play we thought was gonna happen, it's not. It's really good basketball. Yeah, it's pretty refined, honestly. A lot of the teams that know who they are, a lot of these superstars who know how they play the game, are continuing to play how we thought they would. James Harden is un- unbelievable. I mean, I can't stand that he gets every single foul call because I think that and he hits every foul shot. I think that, I think that. 30% of the foul calls that he get, he doesn't get touched, but because the refs are so accustomed to blowing the whistle for him that at this point they just do. And you know what? That's just kind of the way it is. Um, and it doesn't seem to really matter that they don't have a big man right now because Anthony Davis got his, KP got his. All these big men are getting getting theirs, scoring 30-plus points against them, but they're still managing to win because they're showing that volume. They can just everyone can shoot, vol- score, everybody. shoot, and shoot very well. Tucker, Gordon, look, you want Rivers, forget forget Rudy Gay. What if you guys had you brought J- Uncle Jeff back to your team? He's a little yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's competent. Uncle Jeff can get a bucket. Daniel House can. If get he a isn't, then he's being masked by this Ro- Rockets offense, and they fooled me. I mean, they moved because the Ben Mclemore well. hits his open threes. So does Uncle Jeff. So does PJ Tucker in Dude, the corner. Mclemore's back. I mean, like ish. I guess is like a bench player. Yeah, but Harden and Westbrook. It's like it's a way better combo than Chris Paul and, and Harden. Well, it's like if you have a pitcher who throws, you got a pitcher who's throwing ninety eight, and then their changeups eighty two. It's like the you. It's tough to defend. Yeah, tough to hit against. How do you go from hitting a 98 mile per hour fastball to a changeup that's 80? It looks the same, or like a, a slider that's like slings like a, 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 a like Degrom, you know, who, who throws a he's everything he throws is heat. Yeah, sometimes, like how do you defend that? Like it's no, Westbrook and the minute is, the minute you, I mean, you two different you, players. You have to put all of your attention on James Harden. You have to. He's the best shooter. He's the best player on the court. He's the best one on one player in the NBA. But then you have Westbrook, who tremendous offensive rebounder, by the way. Who. Russell Westbrook's a he's fantastic. the best athlete on the court a lot of the time. Yeah, for sure. He may not be the best basketball player, but he's the best athlete. Their ability, their ability for him, and he's a great finisher around the rim. Yeah, I mean, their ability for them to get scored on and then turn an opposing team's bucket into a transition layup or three, and you know they're firing at will. They don't care how late in the shot clock it is. They don't care how early in the shot clock it is. If they have an open window to shoot the ball, they're going to shoot it. Also. Let's not forget that Aaron Gordon still has Eric Gordon still hasn't been playing. Yeah, they could play. He's at any, coming back. They could play at any pace. That's a guy that hits like three and a half threes a game. Like that's crazy. They could play at any pace. They could play at any speed, and be comfortable. Even if it, it and they could make you uncomfortable with the speed you're not playing. They could really make you uncomfortable in a game. 
that's what I find to watch about them. Yeah, I mean it's scary. I mean I think about the Lakers and it's I like think watching a fighter who can like who's slow, slow, slow. The next thing you know, he's bulldozing you and pounding you. It's like right. just where the hell did that come from? Yeah, I mean I trust the Smaller. Clippers in a series against them a lot more than I trust the Lakers because the Lakers just don't have an efficient offense. No, and the Clippers do. Yeah, the the Clippers could keep up with them in a shooting matchup. Yeah, but can you can you keep up with them bucket for bucket? Like the Mavs scored 149 points and lost. Yeah, it was crazy. And lost. Like how? Like, what? That's I mean, I think the Mavs can keep up with him bucket for bucket, but I just think that James Harden is a better finisher than anyone the Mavericks have. Yeah. Luke is too young. He's better than Luke at this point still. Um, but I have faith. Give me two teams. Give me two teams. Um, the Heat. Okay. And the and the Mavs. Okay, heat the heat scared the living shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a deep team. That's a very deep team they, with a lot of weapons. Hit. Yep. Bam, ultimate facilitator for a big man. He's one of the best passing big man in the league. Jimmy, talk about a superstar who can also play within the game and in the role and in, in the best interest of the team. He doesn't need to get 30 a game. He can sit there and sit pretty and get you 15, 6, and 6 and play excellent defense and have the rest of the player, have Goron go and get 21, have Duncan Robinson have 15 points. I mean, their whole team, honestly, is wet and deep, and Spolster's a great coach, and he's great at, you know, accenting the, be- the best aspects of each of his players. Yeah, I mean, they've got – they have the number – probably who's going to get the number two – in rookie of the year votes on their team in Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn, and he's definitely like the seventh best player on that team. Yeah, which is not even playing right now. Yeah, which is wild. Jay Crowder, Harrow, like Iguodala, Iguodala, who's playing, he's good. I mean, like, dude, like Olinick plays valuable minutes in their team. Their whole team could shoot. Yeah, I mean, we Kendrick just named like play we, today. we just named like Tyler, nine players: Kendrick and Jimmy Butler. Tyler Harrow. We didn't even say Tyler Harrow's name. I I, I slipped in there. Did you? Did yeah, you? Jay Crowder and over three. They're so deep. They're really deep and they're really scary. And the worst case scenario is is Philly and Indy, and they're all like within they're all like either tied or within like half a game of each other. Um, and I'm praying to God that the Miami Heat somehow, some way, don't slip to the sixty. That's worst case scenario. Right, you want them to win and get go to the four. Yeah, so you don't have to see them unless they beat the. They could beat the Bucks. They could score well enough to beat the Bucks. And I think Bam can give Giannis a problem. I mean, can't stop him. No one can, but can give him like. Yeah, a I mean, Jimmy can really make Chris Middleton's life very it's a bad hard. Matchup for the it's a bad matchup for everybody. It's a bad matchup for everybody. They are good. They are the team to ruin it all for the big for the, the top three teams, for sure. Mavs. Oh, Luke is amazing. I tell you sometimes KP. I think is soft, but then he goes and slams the slams the ball without but ultimate force without human regard. I, I still think he could be more of a presence on the defensive side at times. I yeah, just, he's, I, think, I mean, he settles for fadeaway I jumpers sometimes. Could, and I think a lot of the times he could use his body more. But he's a great offensive player. And I think the world of him. I think he's got the world of potential. Luka is sick. It's just uh, the issue is, is like, I, I think, I don't know. I think a lot of the other teams are good. There are a lot of teams are better. And the other, the, there's no th- clear-cut third guy. There's no third, like, Finney Smith is good. Tim Hardaway's really, really. Tim Hardaway's your fourth best player. Your team's dope. If he's your third best player, uh, I'm like, it's tough, tough sell for me. Yeah. No, I mean, I think we make we make we make young mistakes. Not a lot on the offensive side of the ball. I think y'all are really good. You're a really good basketball team. It's just you need a three. You need your third best player. Like the third best player. Like the Raptors are deeper and older and more experienced than y'all. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And well, I mean, like, we have the best player on both those teams. But. Totally. Totally have the best player. But then you go deeper, pick pick for pick, roster for roster. Their team is Trump's yours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think things would be a lot I think things would be a lot different. It's an if, attractive place to play, though, for now, for sure. People are going to want to go play there. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I think things would be different. Is I, I wish we had Dwight Powell still because yeah. I think it's just another competent basketball player that can be out there. You have so many of those. To me, you just need. Yeah, I mean, I think so Maxi Kleber is one of the most underrated players in the NBA. Good. Like, every, like, everyone you play is, your whole team is good. Like, all these guys that you roll out, you don't roll out bad bench guys. Like, you don't really. Justin Jackson's great. He's not he's great. Like, but he, like, how much is he playing? A decent amount because we're missing. Seth has been out. 17 minutes a game. Seth has been out. Justin Jackson's not getting 17 minutes during. But okay, with, with Seth and with Dwight Powell, I mean, he's not, he's not really playing. Right. You just need another. Uh, to me, you need no, but that's another. huge right now. I mean, for us to for Seth to be, I mean, he played like twenty played minutes like last game and hot garbage. Yeah, and he was bad because he was working his way back. I mean, to it's me, tough. Tim Hardaway Jr. is not. Finney Smith had a great game, but Tim Hardaway Jr. can't be your best, your third best player, and you you be a championship team. I just don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I think we've I th- got our we've got a tough matchup. I think it would it would be. I, it's unfortunate that we're probably going to be lined up against the Clippers um, because we're going to lose that series. But, but if, if we, we were, you could really do some damage. If we had been paired with someone else, like if we were playing the Jazz the first round, we would beat them, and then we would get a little hot. And I feel like one series under Luca's belt, where he's won one, would really give him a lot of confidence. Either way, it's going to be great experience for him. So I'm, I'm excited. I think the whole he's been playing great the whole. T- I mean, you can't. I just know that if seven, thing, seven games against, I think some of it is. I think that. At the end of the game, there are times where he can defer, where he just has to understand how good he truly is. That he's, that he, I mean, there's that game that I keep pointing to, but he has the ball in the paint and he doesn't shoot it over, I can't even remember who was playing on him. It was Mikhail Bridges. Like, you're bigger than that guy. You're 6'7, you're 235 pounds. Come on. Go up. Go and get the bucket. They played great. I mean, they played unbelievable against the the he his game against the Bucks yesterday was sick. Two days ago was sick. Um, okay, yeah, he's shattering game. records like every single record. It's crazy. Yeah, he's a monster. Um, Nuggets and the Wizards. Um, the Wizards. Okay, irrelevant. Cool. That's they're irrelevant. Nice. Irrelevant, but I'm excited for next year when they have their guys back. Yeah, just, I'm down. I want to see Beal and Wall run it back one more time. Yeah, I mean, John Wall is going to be – he's going to be the uh, – he won't be the most improved player next year, but he will be the comeback player of the year. Got to hope. And I love John Wall. I think it's going to happen. Um, and then the Nuggets are really interesting because now they get Jamal Murray back, and Michael Porter Jr. has been on a tear. He's great. He's really, really great. I still don't think that they have enough good pieces and that Jamal Murray, like Jokic is worse than Luka and Jamal Murray is probably worse than KP. Like, and Michael Porter Jr. might be the second best player on that team. Like currently he is. Jamal Murray, I loved what I saw out of him two nights ago. He had an awesome end of the game, just really takeover. He looked gassed in that game, but... I'm glad he's back. He's I just great. I don't think they can I don't think again they can't go deep in the playoffs. They can't do it. 
I don't know what it is, but they can't do it. Well, I just don't think I don't think I think they're I think they're young. I think they need a full season of Michael Porter Jr. They need a full season of Bull Bull, not to be dominant, but they need Bull Bull to kind of get acclimated and be a useful piece. I think Grant's good. I think more. I think they have. I think they have all the pieces. Yeah, I like Grant. I think they're all there. I think they just need another year, get out of Millsap's contract, pay some of the younger guys, and, and see what happens next year. Next year's a telling year for me for them. I feel like that's what we said last year and the year before. I feel like next year everyone's really coming into their own. Michael Porter Jr. could be the missing piece for that team. He could be that third guy. He's good. He's very good. He's really good. I, are they? I don't know if they're. Are they good enough defensively? No. Oof, is that are they are they like soft still? Is that what it is? They're just like they're not, not physical enough, not athletic enough. Like Murray, Jokic, and MPJ are all like crafty players. They're not. They're athletic. like skill players, not, not like athletes. yeah. Michael Porter Jr. Not like standardly athletic, but like he's very athletic. Like you for his size. You have if you have Mike Evans, you need to get me a Chris Godwin. I can't have Mike Evans and like three other Mike. I can't have three other Mike Evanses around. You couldn't have Mike Evans and like Julio on the same team. They're not the same player. You couldn't have Mike Evans and Keenan Allen on the I same team. Mike Evans is like a transcendental, transcendental guy. He's, he's like, pretty good. He's pretty sick. He's a top five receiver. Okay, I can't have like like. If I have McCole Hardman and I've, I have Hill and I have like a, like a Watkins, I need that Kelsey to kind of mix it up, that bruiser, bigger receiver type player. I something type, different. I need something different. I can't have like a bunch of crafty guys. I need that uber athlete, which going back to the Rockets, which is why I think they're so dangerous. Yeah. Because they can mix it I know what you're saying. Them. I think Tyreek Hill is better than what you're giving him credit for. I but. think he's a top seven receiver. I just can't have a bunch of other guys like him. I think, I think, I think Hill is a top seven, eight receiver. I don't think he's the best Weapon on the Chiefs. He's not the most valuable non-quarterback on offense. I'd rather I have agree. Kelsey ten times. Travis better. Kelsey's best tight end in football. Yeah, it's getting close. Kittle, Kittle's right there. People say Kittle. Right I now. mean, I think Kittle is better overall tight end. But if from an offensive standpoint, I think that just like receiving. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's up? You, me up? You up? I'll give you two teams. You just did. Yeah, so you give me two teams. Uh, the Bucks and mm-hmm. the Seas. We already did the Celtics. I did the Celtics. You're right. The Bucks and the Lakers. Bucks and the Lakers. The wow. number ones. The number ones. Lakers, I'm nervous. Everyone, all of a sudden, I'm looking at the roster. I go, this is not good outside of LeBron and AD, which is bad news. I, look, they're going to both turn up and be get them to the conference finals, I think. But this could be the first time that we see LeBron go into the playoffs and not get to the finals in a long time and lose the conference finals because I just they're not deep. We're talking about depth, 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 and it'd be – It'd be whack of us to go give them the LeBron excuse. Okay, yeah, but they have LeBron. No, you can't just do that anymore because there's so many talented superstars that you need that depth, and the Lakers don't have that. Kuz is not a number three guy. Everyone, Danny Green, Caldwell Pope, Deion Waiters, like you can't expect me to – Rondo's coming back, sure, but you can't expect me to get excited about these I mean, guys. I think we said it. at the. Be- I know I said it at the beginning of the year. Like Kuzma is the most important piece on this team, not because he – like they are the Lakers without Kuzma, right? They have Anthony Davis and they have LeBron James, but for them to win, for them to succeed, he cannot shoot 30% from three. He cannot average less than 15 points a game in, in, in these AD playoff series. Went, him and AD went a combined six for 28 the other night. It's terrible. You, if AD or LeBron have a bad game, it's they can't win. Yeah, I mean, this is I this team has a lot of question marks. I'm way less worried about the Bucks. I think that I don't know that LeBron nor Giannis are the best players in the world. I don't know that. I don't know it. 
I can't, I can't with certainty tell you who the best player in the world right now is. I can't. I need to see LeBron be in the playoffs to reaffirm that for me. Because like right now, I'm like, is, is it James Harden? I was just thinking, is it James Harden? Is he the best basketball player in the world right now? He could be. Is it like... Could it be... I mean, I think it's Kevin Durant, but I... But he's hurt, so right. So it doesn't matter. Could it be? It could be Kawhi very easily. It could be Kawhi. On a given night, here's what I'm. Damian Lillard. Here's what I'm. So that's what I'm saying. I I really don't know. If the Lakers have to play the Blazers in that on that night, Damian Lillard's the best player in the world. They're in trouble because can they keep up shot for shot? Can all these guys keep up in tow shot for shot? Okay, before we get before we get into the Blazers, we'll get to the Blazers. But talk to me about the Bucks. The Bucks, I like. I mean, I love it. They're great. They're He's amazing. He is. He. I think he is. I think he's the best player in the world. He's just even like last night when he was the other night when he's not great against. Still, he missed seven free throws. Still goes airballed two of them. Still goes fifty percent from the field. Still has five blocks. Still has third thirty four and thirteen on like a night that he's not quote unquote great. He's still like a top ten player in the world. He's so dominant. Middleton is top five. Middleton's unreal. Middleton's really good. I almost like in that game against the Mavericks, but I heard I can't remember who I heard talk about this. But I here's the thing with Giannis is that in the first 46 minutes of the game, he's the best player in the world. In the last two minutes of the game, is he the best player in the world? I don't think so. He's not the most valuable player, and I'd rather have James Harden. I, I, yeah, for sure. Uh, so are you? I the would. Best I would player if you can't close. That is that an aspect would, of the game, or does it make you in the playoffs? Or does, in it the, make or does it make or break you? Look, does it make the, or break you as a best player, or is it an aspect of your game that warrants a demerit? I think that to be the best player in the world, it's hard to have chinks in your armor, and I think that to me, you can't have any. You're saying, and that you is, can, you can, and but that's a big one. It's that's too big of one. It's to tough. Concerned. I think that the other ones are he's a, not a great free throw shooter, and he no. goes to the line a lot. Yeah, fourteen times a boatload. And again, I think what I said before, he plays slightly out of control sometimes, and it's because. We've seen what he does. He we know his finish. We know we know his moves. Slow it up. Yeah, we know his moves. He versatility of his moves. He doesn't have a lot of a lot of skills in his bag, is what you would call it as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And you can only go straight to the basket so many times before someone says, "Okay, I'm going to let you barrel into my chest, and I'm going to use. I'm going to let you hit me, and I'm going to take that offensive shot." They just didn't. He took. A, he. But the, he the pieces around him are very good. They're deep. DiVincenzo is solid. Conton solid off the bench. Corver can do what he has to do. Ilyasova and Williams are like good enough where like they could spell each other rotationally. Yeah. George Hill's excellent off the bench. It's best three point shooter percentage wise in the NBA. And then Lopez is money maker from the, from downtown. You know, on a given night. And Middleton's a legit number two. Middleton's a legit number two. And Bledsoe's a okay number three. But having Lopez there is the his four. health. His health is really crucial for them. Yeah. Um. So I feel good about them. But I I'm far from being super. It's the least I confident think, I've been in the number one season in a while. I think if they, if a team defensively in the Eastern Conference figures out a way to neutralize Giannis by putting that wall of defenders in front of him, making him facilitate and distribute the ball to the corners and to the wings, and the Bucks have a bad shooting night, then they can easily lose a game. And I will, I will bet mm. if I'm a, if I'm a opposing coach that I will let them beat me in a seven-game series if that's the case. If that's mm. the case, and, and I can hold the honest to under 30 points a game, I mean, and, he, and not on great shooting, 
on less than 50%, then I'm I'm in a fantastic position. That's a lot. One game, you may get that. You may get that one game. Two games, maybe. You're not getting that whole series. He's not going to be quiet a whole series. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. Like, he's not a good enough free throw shooter or a good enough three-point shooter. And that hurts because if you can if you can force him to shoot threes, the thing is he like he'll take the threes. He's been taking threes. He's got to stop doing that, man. Yeah. yeah. But guys are giving it to him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, but again, like the, the Bucks team is just super deep. Like DiVincenzo could go for 20 plus in a night. Yeah. Any night. So could Bledsoe. So could Brooke Lopez. Middleton is the most, basically the most efficient player in the NBA. He's the guy at the end of the game within the last two minutes for the Bucks that I want taking the shot. He's nice. He's yeah. freaking nice. He's really he doesn't really, he doesn't miss. Passes the ball well, creates for, effort, creates for other people, good at bringing the ball up. Such a skilled player. Yeah. Uh, it's another reason they let they could let Brogdon go is because they had him. Um, okay, I'll give you two, and I'll take the last three. I'll give you the Blazers and the Thunder. You have some fun with that. Okay. Yeah, the Thunder. Um, they're really exciting. I just I they're not gonna they're not gonna do it all. They can't do it all. Great year for Chris Paul though. Yeah, CP3. Someone trade for that guy and bring him onto your team. I want to see him do. It. I want to see him do. It. You want to see him stay? No, I think actually I lie. I'm lying to you. No, I don't. I want him to go. Yeah. I want him to go somewhere too. But Someone I, will pay really for him. He really impressed me, man. He really... Someone will trade for him. He didn't complain. He didn't whine. He didn't say, get me out of here. He stood his ground. He played. He proved everybody wrong. Yeah. It was amazing this year. So good. So he, just not the right fit for Houston, he should which is wa- weird. He should warrant top... He, should, he to me, is a top like, five MVP candidate. Wow. I was All NBA is... You've, there's something for that. I would put him as my fifth MVP. Statistically, he was not there, though. I know, but what he meant to that team and that organization, that franchise, it's, it's impressive. Highest percentage fourth qu- fourth quarter scorer or clutch time scorer this year. He was the guy, dude. He's the guy in OKC on a playoff team that everyone Although we saw him, him we saw him miss a free throw in clutch time the other day. It's wild. That was Listen, really weird. The other guy speaking of the Blazers, Damon's too. Yeah, it was crazy. So what are they? I, I think, but that's under, they're great. They've got a lot of young Talents who Jane, are very. I'm a Gallinari guy through and through. There's a lot of young guys on the team though who are very raw and mm. need time or development or they need to get them out of there. Because mm. there's like guys like Ferguson and Dort and. Uh, Dort's a good defender. He's like a yeah, he, but none of those a, none of those on, none of those guys are like yeah. You got them on cheap. They're all they're all raw talent guys. Baisley and Ferguson. Diallo, like there are any, uh, yeah, Diallo, the, Diallo, Baisley, and Ferguson. These guys are all raw. under, they're all under 23 years old. They're Baisley on the New Balance. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you see them nonstop on those all NBA day, TV dude. commercials. Like, I never, no, people are probably like, who is this? Could kid? they be, they could beat someone in a first round that They're playing series. The Rockets right now. I don't think they could beat them. You don't think but they that's could? That's an awesome series, though. It's a great series. Love to see Russ and Chris Paul getting after each other. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the Blazers are. 0.07% away from the Grizzlies. Do they catch them? What do you think? Are they dangerous? You still in on them? They had a bad loss against the Kawhi's Clippers in a game they needed to win, which is concerning. Then they won today. Bounce back and win. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I think they're great. You think they got it? I think they're so good. Okay. I really am in on them, and I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for Dame. I'm rooting for Melo. Yeah, Melo. I mean, he shouldn't be on 
the floor sometimes in crunch time because he can't play defense, but like he can. <laughs> it's going through his head. If nice. you if you give him the ball and he's behind the three point line, you for sure know that he's gonna rip it. He's ripping it and <laughs> probably gonna make it. I mean, he's such a he's a clutch shooter, man. He's I love how relentless he is. He's he's, re- he's relentless. He's Zach Collins is is nice. Um, I'm hopeful that he can be a, a good piece for them to kind of like spell off of Nurkic and he plays well with them. Two bigs that don't clog the paint with each other. They can both. They Collins can both shoot it. Collins a good athlete. Yeah, he's a good athlete. He makes plays sometimes, and you're just like, this guy, like, he knows what he's doing. He, like, knows what he's doing out there. And then Gary Trent is awesome. Yeah, they're really weak on the wing, though. Yeah, which is a tough matchup for the Clippers, and it's a tough matchup against the Lakers, too, because who do they throw out against LeBron? They, yeah. I mean, you can throw bodies at him, but, like, Mario Hazon is... We all know what he's done with his NBA career, and it's not a lot. Diddly squad. But I love Gary Trent Jr., he yeah, me a, too. He had a weak game today, but other than that, he's been great. He lead, leading the league in bubbles and threes. He's hot. Bubble and threes. Man's is hot. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just roll out with uh, the Kings. Love De'Aaron Fox. They're just not in it anymore. The forgettable? Was that what their like, time in the bubble has been kind of forgettable? Yeah, I mean the they've like been the way they the way that he, Walton uses healed is so weird. Like they like almost alienate the guy. Yeah, like the way they. Treat I've seen two. Bizarre. I've seen two games in like crunch time like minutes where he's not on the court. Like, How's your best three point shooter? I don't care. If he's having a streaky game. Put him. Stop overthinking it, dude. Like overthinking it, trying to tinker too much. It's like this is. He's your best three point shooter. Everyone knows it. Just get him on the fucking court. It's how I feel about the King situation. How I feel about the Spurs situation is. I think they have a lot of young guys and good young guys. You don't think they're gonna make the playoffs? The Spurs? Yeah. No. The Blazers are. You don't think the the Grizz are gonna get bumped out? And I I don't care who plays the Blazers. I think I'm going with them. I'm going with them. Um, who the Spurs else are gritty, man. I don't know. Oh, well, I'll give you the, the last two teams. The last two teams. Oh yeah, the last word. Spurs are gritty. DeRozan's awesome. He's putting a willing effort. Jacob Dejounte's good. Jacob Pertle's good. good. But I think Dejounte Pertle. Derek White's been solid offensively. It's a, it's a youth thing. It's a youth thing. Let them do that. Let them keep their pieces together. Let well, they'll lose Rudy Gay. So they'll lose Rudy Gay. They'll lose DeRozan. They'll get rid of Aldridge and they'll kind of start afresh. Which was what I think R.C. Buford was getting at. I think he was getting that on the getting to that on our show. I think he was kind of hinting at that that was going to happen, and it's not surprising. All right, Zion's basketball team and the Orlando Magic and the McCall today. Um, the Pels just they are just atrocious defensively. They just like can't guard. They can't guard, even though they have good defenders on their team. It doesn't make much sense. I mean, Lonzo has been. Is he like not a good coach? Is that crazy? He's an assistant coach. Is he not a players coach kind of guy? He feels like it. He's not an ex. He's nowhere near these tier top tier coaches. And you and and then that's unfortunate because you're not unlocking Lonzo or Holiday. Yeah, I mean, I certainly don't think or that. The I I think that just. Uh, through and through, whether or not Alvin Gentry is a good coach, Lonzo is having a rough time in the bubble, shooting-wise, and he's in his head. The guy is, he just gets in his own head, and you can see it out there. He but wears he it on his sleeve. He doesn't he's a, stop shooting, though. He keeps going. Shooting. Which is how you get out of a slump if you're a good shooter, but I just, it for him, it's more than that. Yeah. It's a little bit, it, yeah, I mean, he's like a pitcher with the yips kind of thing. Yeah. Talk, we were listening to yeah. the, uh, who was it today that was talking with the Celtics? Uh, it was Scalabrini. No, it wasn't. Scott, yeah, Scott calls the games. No, that was a, that was the older guy. Yeah, what's his name? I don't know. There was a local Boston broadcaster who was talking about how Markel Fultz was a good 
shooter at Washington, Toss and then got the hates the Boston got the play, play guys. They well, they leave like five minute gaps in play where they don't say a they, word. They're enjoying the game. <laughs> I need to hear what, what's going on. What about the people who aren't listening at home? They get the same they, radio broadcast, I know, bro. But they like they understand. The I want to hear. I want to hear a minute of shoes squeaking. No, I need to hear like at least what's going on in the game. They wait five minutes, and then all of a sudden they hit me with an ad, like a local like Boston ad. And I'm like, you didn't even say anything about what's going on in this game. You just read your they ad. They do a lot of ad reads. I notice it more than any other team. They rip ads all day. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're not the best local broadcasters. I'll but say that. But their Boston guys are funny. So you're disappointed in the Pels. Jan Lantz got the yips. I'm just I'm disappointed because I Drew Holiday I really like a lot. Very good. I like JJ Redick. I've liked him since he went to Duke a lot. Um, love his podcast. You know, yeah. fellow podcaster does good work there. Shout out to him. Not that he needs it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Bi. You know, probably should win Most Improved Player this Damn, year. Brother. You can argue that Bi Bi averaged over 25 points a game. It's but he's always good. He was hurt last year. Bam he wasn't really, averaging 25 a game though. Bam really stepped into his own and elevated his game. Without Bam, they're not. They a both playoff team. they both jumped to All Star this year. Yeah, but without Bi, they're still not a playoff team. They're no, they're not a playoff team in any circumstance. They they are well. They're also not. They don't play their best player more than 30 minutes in a game. And Bi. Sorry, maybe not their best player, but the most impactful player. Because Zion Williamson is an incredibly impactful player from what we've seen when he is on the court. What he what he means from you know an opposing team's viewpoint of how how much attention he garners because he's fantastic. He's a fantastic offensive rebounder. He's a big body in the paint. He mm-hmm. finishes so well over multiple bodies. I mean, we all know what he can do. We've all watched it. Everyone yeah. tunes in for every single he's game he plays. It's just a, it's a shame that the so, medical staff won't let them play. It's man, a shame. Team first, man. They got to protect their assets. For sure. And they're, they're not, they're not, they're not going to, even if they were in, even if they were in that nine game, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, they're not there yet. Um, but I'm, I'm sure glad that Adam Silver and the rest of the NBA decided that this was the approach they were going to take for the sake for Zion to potentially get in because it's allowing us to see everything that's happened with the Suns, with the Blazers, with the Spurs too. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it to see these other teams go out and ball. And it's big for the Suns. It's big for them. Yeah. Um, do you say anything about the Magic yet, or you just mentioned Markel Fultz having the yips? Um, they just don't have they, – without Isaac, they're just – they're missing missing bodies. So I wish – I wish. He's so I mean, strong and stout. I wish um, DJ Augustine was on a different team. I wish he was on y'all's team. Could Jonathan Isaac, if his motor was high, could he be like Rodman-esque? He just looks like him out there. Just like a long, athletic guy. Just strong. Yeah, he's like 6'10". He's like wiry, and, yeah. but can body guys and blocks like every shot. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a good rebounder. He um, doesn't have that killer instinct it looks like so far. No. But he just looks physically like Rodman. No, and I mean, they just like, Gordon isn't, is, isn't that good. I think, I think Vucevic, I'm very disappointed with him. I would with love to Gordon. I don't want him. He's sick. I don't if know. He's sick as a third best player. Is he? I think there's other guys out there that we would rather have. Maybe. I'd rather take I'd rather take unrestricted free agent FVV next year. Than yeah, than I mean, Gordon. He's better. Yeah. FVV's better. I think Gordon wouldn't be like costly too too much. Yeah. I don't I don't think we necessarily need that like Three, we don't need like a three four guy because mm-hmm. I think I think Dorian Finney Smith fits that bill and has really impressed me. Yeah, maybe like another guard to go with Luca who can who can defend, who's yeah. a better defender than Tim and Seth Curry. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. What Fred Van Vliet would actually really be a pretty yeah. good, 
pretty I good think fit. He'd fit the bill for the Suns. He's a bill fitter from the offseason. Yeah. Um, the Magic, though, anything anything else? Yeah, they just have some cool young guys, but I think they're not going to do anything. They're going to probably have to blow it up again. So they're going to play against the Bucks. We can get absolutely murdered. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Mur- if they lose the if the Magic win that series, that'll be in my opinion, that'll actually be the biggest upset I've ever seen in my life in sports. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I do I get disappointed just seven game series. Just a yeah, I mean it would be the most ridiculous thing ever. I get a little bit disappointed when I see big guys like Vucevic, KP um not playing like Nurkic does, like down low and like really grinding it out because they're so much bigger than See, everyone else. Nurkic, that like that's what I'm saying about KP, man, that's my issue with him. Nurkic is a presence because he can do it. I mean, look, time. he dunked on Giannis the other. He can you know? be a presence. That's why it's frustrating because he can be a presence all the time. Yeah, he just needs to be. Yeah, I just wish those guys would like kind of assert themselves a little bit more, like JoJo does sometimes. Presence always. Uh, speaking of presence, well, that's the NBA for us right now. Not gonna give any predictions because that's all people do is give predictions. We'll give predictions in a time. We already did. Yeah. With uh, with the snapback guys, what's up? Anything? Anything we need to know in in baseball other than Fernando Tatis nah, leading we, the lead we, in home we runs? We get into that later. We ran a hot minute, so I think it was. This, but you know, we just did the Sox one on a walk off, which was cool. Which I called. Yeah. Which come on, that was epic. You didn't even say that. You didn't even say uh, that was epic. I mean, what are you not going to call? You don't call home run every single time in the bottom of the ninth inning when your team's up to bat and I you're tied. Nailed it perfectly. The video is perfect. Anyone who's a fan of their team and doesn't call in the bottom of the ninth every single but batter that comes to up. The video though, I would have been. I didn't hit. I didn't say that every. But you were next to me. I said it like once to Moreland. If you had, I would have been very, very impressed if before the inning started. No, if you had said like. Moreland's taking this one over the monster, like low and out. Moreland's taking this one over the monster. Like if I call the exact home run. Yeah, because like again, like bottom of the inning, bottom of the ninth, my team's up to bat. It's tied, two outs. There's one out left. It's either it's either win or go home. Basically, mm-hmm. everyone's swinging for the fences. I'm gonna call. I mean, I go to the baseball game and I say it's either a strikeout or a home it's run impressive. every single play. You could say what you will. It was impressive. It was impressive. Eh. It was a people. Hit it was me more up. impressive that you videoed it than that you videoed it that you well not that i should be i don't know you video everything you do so i don't know why i should be impressed with that <laughs> i do i love it i love it. i'm a big i'm a social media fanboy i love i also love i love that i people loved it people hit me up be like wow that was impressive did you actually call that people awesome. loved it defending something you've said with oh, people loved it people loved it that sounds like someone who basically everyone hates but well, I, I everyone's loved it. They've loved it. People I, have loved it. I, I he's like he's like <laughs> I people. Someone Facetime me. Another person DM me. Another person. Someone Facetimed you. Yes. Who Facetimed you? Our friend Brandon goes. Did you actually call that? I was like, yes. Unrelated though. He was checking in to see what we were doing. He not once was like, hey, what are you guys doing today? <laughs> I've talked to him. I talked to him today about what yeah about what we were doing. Yeah. No. It was right before that. Whatever. He was still impressed by it. The only thing that was cool it. about it was that Mitch Moreland is a former Ranger. <laughs> All right, whatever. You know what's not former and currently on our minds? Opa seasonings. Go to opafoods.com, uh, type in the code the charity stripe, and you get how many percents off? 10, 10%. 10% percent off. And they have the meat, the chicken slash fish, the veggie, and the salad blends. I've been yeah. using I've been using the meat one and the eggs, and it's been nice. Yeah, I mean I make my eggs in a walk. Ten percent off the Red Sox game. Didn't go to 10 innings because Mitch Moreland hit a walk-off homer mm-hmm. that Josh called. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, by the way, for giving me some more credit. He called. He called it. He called what was going to happen. He didn't call how it was going to happen. All right. So next. I'll that's next. To... That's the next step. Next step. That's next yeah. step. When the, when the Sox hit another walk off soon, maybe, probably not. But mm-hmm. he hit two home runs, which was pretty cool. Yeah. He had a great game. His six in the year. Devers hit another one too. Yeah. Six home runs. So he's one shy of the record. Tatis has seven. No, eight. I thought he hit his eighth tonight. Yeah. Wow. And Judge has eight too. And Mike Trout continues to just be sick. Rake because yeah, he just had his birthday and a and, and a, kid. a kid. And so, I just had a seasoning today. It was Opa from Opa's. In comparison to these amazing <laughs> athletes, yeah. And Luca had like what he had like thirty four. Luca is Luca had thirty four blend of basketball players. Thirty four twenty and like in twelve, which no one has done since Jabbar since seventy six or something, which is crazy. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, fans, get home safe. Drag both feet and bounce. Swing on a full count. Rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they're free and hit your free throws. Why? Because Gordon Hayward's back, baby. And they're free. We We love you. He's leaving soon. He's having a kid, I think. He's in the bubble? Apparently. That's what someone said. time inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.